With service second to none, Fury Brothers Lincoln of Iowa City has been earning the business of customers in Johnson County and the surrounding area since 2010. Fury Brothers Lincoln is a full service dealership offering new Lincoln custom orders with a dedicated sales, service, and parts department. They are proud to be here for you. As a happy customer, the entire Deary staff was unbelievable to work with. They found the vehicles our family was looking for, and we will definitely be doing business with them in the future. Check out Deary Brothers Lincoln on Facebook and follow them on Twitter at Deary Bros. Hello, and welcome to the Leave Your Legacy podcast. I'm your host, Kenya Murray, and today we're going to take a little bit of a different spin on our podcast. I'm running solo, but there's a topic that was brought up when I spoke with USA Basketball Director Don Showalter about the love of the game. And I want to read a quote to you from Michael Jordan. The quote is, if you love the game, nobody can take that away from you. And that's so true. I think when you look at why kids get into sports, that's really what it is. They want to be around their friends. They want to get exercise. Uh, Competition becomes part of it, but they get into it because of all these other things that don't have anything to do with winning. And there's other things that sports have done. I mean, if I look at my own career, I think sports, one, it it helps keep you in shape. Two, it helps you manage time. I think most people have this perception that being a college athlete is glamorous. But when you have to get up at 7 a.m. every morning, to make sure you're at class and then you have to have your classes done before your three o'clock practice. Like that's a lot. We're not normal students. And I always used to tell friends of mine that weren't athletes in colleges, like you guys have it good. Like you can sleep in, you got, you don't have class till 10 AM and you know, there's all those kind of perks with it, but it, it does. It really helps you with time management. Um, being in uh, team sports helps you create friendships. I mean, friendships that last a lifetime. If you think about your closest friends, are they people that you played sports with, people that you grew up with? Like there's always that commonality. And so sports really helps create friendships that last a lifetime. And then I think more importantly, and what I've seen in the professional world is team sports really one, like we said, show you how to work together, create friendships, but it also teaches you leadership, teaches you how to lead from different places. If you're the best athlete on the team, obviously you lead from a different place as if you were coming off the bench or maybe you were a role player and maybe didn't play a lot. But I do believe that it gives you traits that can take you through life, that can help you through life, through different situations. And obviously I was able to take a lot of the skills that I learned at being an athlete and turn into my professional career as a medical sales rep. And, you know, that was a lot of fun. I think most of the people that I work with were athletes or had some kind of athletic background. And so you can see that the skills and the abilities to mesh well with other people from different backgrounds, all that plays into you becoming a very, uh, I think, well-rounded and productive adult. And so sports does a lot of things, but what's crazy about the love of the game in this podcast is why we're seeing kids leave sports. And there was a national poll done by the youth, uh, one of the national youth organizations. And it said that 70% of kids quit sports by the age of 13. And I think that's, that's troubling, but why are they quitting the sports? Because they said they're not having fun anymore. And how kids define having fun is having positive coaches, trying hard and actually learning sportsmanship. Like, 
those are the things that kids are saying is why they want to play sports is why they're having fun. And those things are being taken away. And so we have to look at why those things are being taken away. I alluded to it earlier, like youth sports is a business now. It's a multi probably billion dollar business right now. When you look at travel athletics, whether it's basketball, softball, baseball, like those are the predominant travel sports, but it is a very lucrative business to be in. And so now with the add on of paying to play a sport, like there's a lot of pressure. So what kids have looked at is what is taking the fun out of sports. And 90% of the kids that were polled said it's because of parents. Now, I myself am a sports parent. And so I understand that. So you see how parents act at different sporting events. So what are parents doing? What are parents doing to have their kids say, I'm done playing sports because I don't like how my parents are acting? Well, one is the pressure on the kid. We talked about it. When you're paying thousands of dollars for your child to travel and play sports, there's a lot of pressure there. We joked about it in the Murray household that our kids said we never took family vacations, but I looked at you guys play travel baseball, travel basketball, your sister plays travel softball, travel basketball. Like our vacations are us going to tournaments in the spring and summer. So, so there is that, there is that monetary attachment to youth sports that does put pressure on the kids. And I've heard parents say, Hey, I'm paying for this. You're going. And so there's a pressure there. Another one is how parents act in the stands. Are they yelling at the kid, first of all, are they yelling at the official or are they yelling at the coach on the bench? And that leads into the third thing is that parents coaching from the stands. So those three things are what kids are saying is why they're leaving the sport. And so we have to turn it back on to as parents, we have to one lead by example, but we also have to keep in perspective the fun. And so I want to tell a little bit about we have what we call the Murray motto. The Murray model always and to this day. So if you can imagine Keegan Murray, Sacramento Kings rookie, his mom calls him and says, hey, go hard and have fun. That's the Murray model. Christopher, you're getting ready to play Duke in Madison Square Garden. Go hard and have fun. McKenna, you're going to play the number one team in the state for Prairie. Go hard and have fun. That has been our model since the day our kids started playing sports. And we want to always keep it in the forefront that, hey, it is a game. So go hard. One, you know, play your heart out, you know, as hard as you can. Play for your teammates. And then just have fun because that's what it is. It's a game. It's fantastic that we're able to grow up and play a game that we love and get paid for. But I think in all of it, there has to be perspective. And one of the other things that, we're seeing a lot more of now is kids don't play a number of different sports. Um, they start to specialize at an early age. And when you specialize one, what we see is a lot of injuries. Uh, you're, you're training the same muscles the same way for months on months on end. And we see more and more injuries at an earlier age. One of the things to think about is baseball, right? When Kids are playing baseball, especially pitchers. We're seeing more Tommy John injuries in baseball players before the age of 15 than we've ever seen. And so that's concerning because 
you're pitching, you're pitching, you're pitching, you're doing the same motion over and over and over again. And so there's something that's going to break down. And so that's what we see when it comes to specialization. I think that anytime an athlete wants to specialize, it should be the decision of the athlete. Another story, Chris and Keegan, really good baseball players, both left-handed. Keegan played first base. He pitched. Chris pitched, played center field. Very good athletes. We had some great teams that we, that they, they played on coming up in elementary school and the middle school. And at the age of 13, they came to Michelle and I and said, we don't want to play baseball anymore. Now we had already committed to playing that season. So we said, okay, why don't you? And they had a great perspective. It was, well, baseball and basketball, they, they're at the same time. Travel basketball starts in the spring, goes into summer. Baseball, same thing, starts in the spring, goes into the summer. And they really wanted to play basketball. They felt like for them to reach the level that they wanted to reach, which was at this time, play varsity basketball at Prairie High School, hopefully get a Division One scholarship, and then see where it goes from there. We said, hey, we've already committed to this team. We're going to play it out. And then if you want to moving forward, not play, that's, that's your decision. And so they did it. You know, there were those moments where, you know, they were just like, I don't want to be here. But when you commit to something, that's one of the things we always say, if you commit, you're going to follow, um, you're going to follow it through. Okay. You're going to see it to the end, whatever that is. And they made that decision. And once they decided to specialize in basketball, it was okay, let's go. You know, there, now there was the attention to detail. It was the attention to training. It was, you know, putting them in places where they could get exposure to potentially play at the division one level. And it, it was one of those things where as a dad, obviously as a basketball player, I was happy, you know, hoping that they would, would follow in my footsteps and play college basketball, hopefully at the university of Iowa and all that came true. But even in that, I never forced them to go to the gym. It was, Dad, can we get to the gym? Dad, can we go to the gym? And then after that, we didn't spend hours and hours in the gym. It was like, hey, we're coming here to train. Let's go for 45 minutes, get the most work in, and then after that, you guys can do whatever. So we really stayed with the formula of, one, it was their decision whether or not they wanted to specialize. It was their decision if they wanted to go to the gym and work out. And then we put parameters on what we were going to work on in the gym, and I think that part of it, uh, they realize like this is our decision. We want to do this because we love it. And I think that's why they've been so successful is because they fell in love with the process and have always felt like their decision to play basketball is theirs and only theirs. And I think that's one of the things that we all have to do. I think we're losing kids at a record pace when it comes to athletics, uh, being a girls basketball coach at Prairie High School. I'm very blessed to have the number of girls, but we do see numbers waning at different schools. We see schools that aren't able to field teams because of the numbers, because the numbers are so low, because of the huge amount of kids that are quitting the sport before they even get to high school. And so that's one of those things that has to stop. So, you know, I think going forward, whether you're a parent or a coach, you have to understand that the game has to be fun. It has to be fun if kids are going to play. And for me, I take the responsibility of being a coach as more than just teaching X's and O's. Nine times out of 10, I can be a surrogate parent. I can be a counselor. I can be a mentor in some respect. 
But I think more than anything, I want to be a bucket filler. I want the kids to continue to enjoy it. And obviously at the high school level, we do want to win games. But in that, when if you can teach a kid uh, how much fun the game can still be, even when we're running lines and doing different things, like that's what they want. They come to the gym because it's a game that they fell in love with because they were having fun doing it. And I think that's what we have to do as coaches. We have to bring that back. It's not an end-all, be-all if we don't win a state championship or a conference championship. If you can provide an environment that allows your players to have fun and continue to love the game like they were a kid, then I think we're doing the best job as a coach. So for me, I'm always going to love basketball, but more importantly, I love being able to be a resource that my athletes can come to me and say, coach, I love playing basketball because, you know, this is what it's all about. It's about the camaraderie. It's about being together. It's about learning these other things that are going to help me be successful in life. And so with that, I say parents, coaches, family, friend, let's continue to love the game and let's continue to help our athletes love the game as well. I'm Kenyon Murray, host of the Leader Legacy Podcast. Until next time. This podcast is sponsored by Storyline Multimedia. Storyline is an Iowa City-based media company that specializes in creating high-quality video, photo, and audio productions for local businesses. Not only that, but they also produce a number of podcasts, including this one. So if you're interested in sharing the story of your business with the world, contact them today by visiting StorylineMultimedia.com. And remember, your story matters.